Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. I've got Ronnie Curtis with me and we're going to get started in just a moment, but I want to encourage you to share, get your phone out. If you're, if you're, uh, if you're on your computer, use your computer, but if you got your phone, go ahead and use your phone, share it with a lot of people. Uh, I'm excited to get to know Ronnie as we get into the depths of things here. And um, so Ronnie, uh, welcome to Kingdom Talks. I'm glad to have you on here. Thank you. Such an honor. Yeah, well, you know, I've seen you on a few other shows and I've seen uh, some of your posts and just uh, really felt like, oh, this is a person that's got a like heart to what, you know, my wife and I teach and what we share. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and tell us how you got to where you're at today? Because I want to know if you've been in the church box any at any point and did you get out of that and so on and so forth. So go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Yep. So my name's Rani and I love in the beautiful Northland of New Zealand. And we have not such a beautiful day today, but we love living here. We live by the beach my, with my husband and our three children. And um, yeah, so I am currently homeschooling, um, but there's so much to my story and my journey in terms of, yes, the church box. And in fact, we were pastoring a church at- um, Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> at a part of our journey. So we started off when we got married. My husband was youth pastor, so we did youth pastoring together. Um, and then we got invited to pastor a local church, which is where we live here now in Ruakaka in Northland by the beach. And we said yes to that. Um, and we did that for six years while we were like raising babies. So it's like, you know, we started when we had a six-week-old baby and then we went on to have our other two children so I would do the worship leading and my husband would you know preach and we just had a heart huge heart for our community to want to connect and reach our community so that's been a part of my story as well as being um, a school teacher but it was in the midst of our pastoring that our hearts were crying out for community impact like how do we reach people it's like we love so many people but it was like we didn't they didn't want to come to church, you know, and we, mm-hmm. when we would connect with them in the community, um, you know, people that didn't know Christ, we would talk with them and we would gel with them. But it was like, where is the next step to help people on their spiritual journey? Yeah. yeah. Well, then, uh, well, I already told you when, before we got started here, I thought you lived in Australia, but <laughs> you know, you live in New Zealand, obviously. And, um, and I'm just noticing, you know, uh, uh, you have a very nice tan, and I'm assuming I've seen a few of your posts. You're out surfing just about every day. Is that true? Uh, when you're, we don't have surf every day, so probably if there was surf every day, I would. But when it's <laughs> well, I know about it, and my husband knows about it. So he's been a surfer yeah. for years, and then I started surfing three years ago. Um, really? So, yeah. So just three years ago, and that's been such an empowering journey. And that was actually because Holy Spirit said to me, you need to do something that helps you let go and have fun. Because I'm like, as a truth seeker, as many of the people you interview, I'm just seeking truth. I'm reading, I'm listening to podcasts, you know, I'm just like, give it to me. I know there's more. And then all up in my head a little bit and um or in my spiritual bubble and it's like i needed to have fun i needed to learn to play it's like you know how we talk about heaven on earth holy spirit's like i need you to learn to embody this come on heaven <laughs> on earth stuff and surfing yeah. has been that really has so my yeah. tan okay i'm tan i'm part <laughs> indian so my mom is fijian indian um okay my dad is Kiwi, so they got married. He met her on a missions trip. They got married in Fiji and came and lived here. And so I'm half Indian Indian and half New Zealand Kiwi. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. So uh, back to your journey then. Um, So you and your husband were pastoring a church and you started a small group that didn't really want to go to church. Um, (laughs) Where has that led you in your own belief system? And what, what, how did you wind up getting into, uh, you know, well, I won't even say the movement just because I'm not even sure where you're at yet. So yeah, yeah, sure. keep going. Um, so yeah, our hearts were really crying out. We're like, 
we we love to serve you god but like what is the sphere like is this church model how we're going to be serve you and we really prayed and asked god this and said like just lead us show us the next steps for us and we were just prayed this before we went to uh, a bigger leaders meeting so we when and the the guy was speaking and then afterwards he had a prophetic word for us and he just said you're not going to be where you are much longer and i just felt this just the the role of pastoring just lift off my shoulders completely in that moment said god's called you to serve um to dream again how do you want to serve god like what how do you want to impact your community and that's literally what he prophesied over us and so we just felt like liberated like what do we want to do to serve god it's not like god tell us he god was like what do you dream and in that season just really holy spirit showed me people serve me more faithfully when they're cleaners or you know then some pastors and leaders because i had a mindset like i need to serve god in the church that was my Mm -hmm. upbringing and my my mindset at the time and so holy spirit was just shattering that by going look cleaners serve me more wholeheartedly you know mothers can serve me more wholeheartedly than many pastors and leaders and not to judge any pastors and leaders it was just something that helped my framework open and expand at the time because i thought you know my best service was in a church sphere but holy spirit yeah no it's anywhere (laughs) (laughs) so then um so i see you online a lot uh is your husband you know still pastoring or is no, he... so from that moment on, we were released okay. from that, and that was um, we we took a few months just to transition, laying that down, and we started a building company. All my husband did, so you know we employ okay. ten staff now in our local community, and that's honestly brought exactly what our hearts desired for community impact. You know, working with subcontractors, working with clients, just loving on people just being my husband being a great leader in his sphere you know with um ministering to his team and yeah so that's the 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 direction he took in terms of starting a business and then i um when my children were just a little bit older then i went into studying to be a naturopath so i spent three years studying to be a naturopath yes and that's evolved into what i do now so Tell me more about that, because, uh, you know, there, there's also been some um, spiritual shifting, I, I'm pretty sure, as well, right? Yeah. So in being able to study to be a naturopath, it was like I was given a green light to learn things that, as a good Christian girl, I had not felt I had permission to study. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I would I would be, oh, should I Google this? Is that bad? <laughs> you know, like I really that was my good Christian girl mindset that, you know, it wasn't the conviction of the Holy Spirit, it was, you know, constraints that were put on us from, yeah. from people, from a religious system, you know. <laughs> and not like directly, but indirectly. And so yeah. studying to be a naturopath, I got to explore so many different modalities and teachings and concepts and thoughts. And so it was a really expansive time for me and and couple that with just my heart to to just be growing in God that was also coincide with kind of me stumbling upon Um, essential oils and teachings on vibration and frequency and you guys interviewed Dr. Chanel Wolverton the other week and she was the catalyst for so much of that so she's been a mentor to me uh, a spiritual mama yeah very cool so um it seems like a lot of your posts that I see are Mm -hmm. centered around the love of God Mm mm-hmm so what would you have to say to people about understanding the love of God? Yeah. Hmm. I think I was thinking about it this morning, you know, so much of, of religion is boxy. <laughs> yeah. And yet yeah. the more I spent time with God, like 
just to give you some context as you know I was that good Christian girl but I really was seeking truth so right from my teens I would wake up early in the morning to spend time in prayer before going to school and I would fast and pray even when I was 15 and things like that so really hungry really searching and in my search and my intimacy with God I would experience the expansive loving nature of God and then I would try and reconcile that with my religious experience and sometimes it would be like "Mm, a mismatch you know the things that (laughs) Holy Spirit would unfold to me in visions in dreams such I'm such a, a dreamer and then I stumbled into meditation as well, which just expanded my um, world so much. And like you said, it expanded in love, in love, and love, and love. And as I expanded in love and opened up to all that Holy Spirit was inviting me to, I just attracted people in my life who weren't from a Christian path, but who were on a spiritual journey. Yeah, that is that is so good. So I wrote down just I just wrote down the word oneness. Um, what does that mean to you? Yeah, that's the where idea it's of oneness. At. <laughs> oneness <laughs> is where it's at. I mean, this this experience with meditation that really unfolded as I was, you know, just waiting on God and then God inviting me to extend that waiting, you know, even to the point where. Um, there was this one time I was actually walking on the beach, praying in tongues, being a good Christian, and Holy Spirit's like, can you just be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you just be present here? I was on autopilot, you know? I wasn't even yeah. present. And the Holy Spirit's like, I want to enjoy this beach walk with you. I want to take in the beauty and the scenes and the surroundings, and I want to breathe with you, you know, Christ in me desired mm-hmm. to just be in me fully present and so this union has us oh, one of my favorite words for sure because jesus said the kingdom is within you and i had a profound vision and experience um at a conference of this kind of expansive union too because uh, during worship jesus said You know, you're always engaging Christ in you and you kind of shrink me down to your level and see me in your being. But what about you in Christ? Come on. And so I was like, well, well, where do I even begin? And so I had a little vision that Jesus' little toe filled the entire conference room. So like, okay, I'm going to start with Jesus' little toe or Christ's little toe, and I allowed my spirit to expand into that little toe to fill the whole room. And then obviously was invited to keep going. And just then my spirit just went, you know, expanded because I'm in Christ. Yes, Christ is in me, but I'm in Christ and Christ is in all creation. So that was that union that went both ways that, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So as you can imagine, you know, these kind of revelations I would have in the secret place with God, um, you know, they they did bring up hmm, some challenges or feedback. (laughs) Let's just say some feedback. And what what might that look like, the feedback that you got? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't want to go down that road, that's fine. We We could... I well, got some there, other questions. there was that point of like where I got to choose, do I trust God in me more than, you know, what other people are telling me? That was the invitation. The invitation yeah. to let go of the fear of man. And I haven't arrived. It comes off in layers. And so every time I experience something and if I got a green light to share about it, if I got feedback, I got a new level of invitation to go just – just love right love is where it's at because i was super judgy and you know boxy and told people they were doing things wrong in my zeal and my passion and my fear right yeah because we're like yeah so so i was able to look within myself and forgive myself 
for being judgy towards others, I was able to reach out to a few people who I know I'd said things to and I was able to apologize. So because my philosophy on life is more like everything happening out externally towards me is a mirror of what's happening inside. I know when I'm facing criticism, either I need to deal with I've been criticizing other people or myself, and I need to deal with that. So feedback is great, really. It's an yeah, invitation yeah. to grow and to grow in love. And I remember getting some feedback where, man, my my ego self just wanted to like go for it and say, well, this and this, and my righteous pride wanted to go, and I do this and this, and you're <laughs> like, you know. And then I sat to meditate and instantly the words of Jesus just dropped in my spirit and said, as, a, as I was led like a lamb to the slaughter and didn't say a word, so you will wow. not say a word and you do not need to defend yourself. Yeah. You know, I got a, a revelation probably been a few weeks ago now, but uh, maybe a couple months ago, but... Um, very similar. I, I just I was journaling and just talking with Father, and I just said, you know, things are kind of crazy in the world right now. Do you have a plan for for me, for your people, for Kingdom Equipping Center? Mm-hmm. And he just came back with, stop resisting. Mm-hmm. And then he just went through the whole scenario of what Jesus went through. That when yeah. you know when it came his time, mm-hmm. he did not resist. Yeah. And and the you know the interesting thing that Father really hit me with was that. Um, you know, he said, where's the Roman Empire right now? Mm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And look, who's got the greatest amount of followers in the world? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the impact of him not resisting and laying everything down, that's what it did. And mm-hmm. it's like, what if the mature sons, maturing sons, I'll say, mm. were to begin to lay things down and stop escalating things by resisting from their own ego and their own pride? and begin laying things down and walking in love and mm-hmm. loving even those who are you know wanting to take away our rights wanting to take away you know our freedoms um it's it's hard it's hard yeah. but i that is the love of father in us mm-hmm. that is working to bring about the love and and unity yeah so yeah it's, it's so powerful when we can surrender and i know so many times when i'm triggered and there's a charge and Holy Spirit's just whispering and just saying, come aside. And I get invited to sit in my meditation and just bring that person before me and just send just pure love, just the love of Christ, just send it, you know. Like even some of the the big names of, you know, people who are you know, hooked in with all this oppression of society, I just get invited to love them. And I think that expands us into who we really are as yeah. you know ambassadors of christ if we can step into that role of love for the seeming enemy we're, we're being like jesus that is so good so good you know we we refer to it as engaging with that person's perfected self yeah, you know? yeah. so there, there's two ways to engage and i guess one is engaging with their perfected self where you know we've had a husband and wife that were not doing well and the the wife you know the wife was in a, an abusive marriage and um she had gone to engage with her husband's perfected self and her husband's perfected self you know said to her please don't give up on me yet mm-hmm. and it was just such a precious moment um and when i say abusive i, I it wasn't uh, physically abusive just mm-hmm. you know but it's still bad enough um but it's just uh, something that gives us a different perspective. And then, and then mm-hmm. actually engaging the other way, engaging with the current person in the spirit. Yeah. And yeah. It's so and, powerful. I mean, it's so switched up my life. That's why I love meditation yeah. for part of my, most of my prayer life, because without words, which so many of the heavenly visitations happen without words, right? There's this telepathic. Yeah communication and so engaging my spirit and just seeing visions over people or just like you said engaging their perfect version of the self or higher self whatever it you know Mm -hmm. resonates Mm -hmm. with people um and even namaste like i loved when i understood that like the divine in me or the christ in me 
sees the divine in you and the Christ in you. It's like, oh my gosh, like if we choose to have transformation in the world, that's just the key right there. Like I, the divine in me sees the divine in you and I'm calling it out and I'm engaging with that, you know, perfected version of yourself. So good, so good. Now it looks like your internet uh, bandwidth, uh, it went low and, but you're, you're back. <laughs> okay. You were actually on, oh, it was just a smaller picture of you, but <laughs> it's, it's all good. Um, so, so Ronnie, what is really on your heart as far as what, what's Father been sharing with you to share with people today? Yeah. Uh, my heart so hugely is heaven on earth and living, you know, peace, love and <laughs> harmony with the earth. So six, seven months ago, we purchased a new property here and we have more land. In fact, we have a wetland on our property, um, you know, which was phenomenal to discover. You know, wetlands are like the kidneys of the earth, the filtration system mm. to purify the water and to cleanse the waters. And um, I know that's super prophetically significant for us. And, you know, how much do we need the cleansing of the water right now on the earth? And what we have learned since living here is like 90% of our wetlands in New Zealand have been, you know, decimated or converted into farmland. And mm. so when you look at the parallel between, you know, in the religious world, so much has been, you know, all the pure spirituality has been converted to productivity, right? We need to be productive, like externally like producing things and in the meantime we have polluted the waters we have like you know removed the pure simple gospel or truth or you know waters and so i feel like that's part of my role significant mm -hmm. of just like you know bringing us back to living in harmony with this beautiful earth that god has given us <clears throat> and totally embracing the supernatural ways of partnering with that too. Like my journey is like learning affirmations and speaking life. I mean, God spoke this world into existence. So it's time we as sons and daughters arise and start to speak out um, what we're choosing, what we, you know, our blessings on the earth, our blessings on our body, on our families, on our homes. And so this, this role of, um, I think, even demystifying what does it mean to bring heaven on earth because i do talk about it a lot and yet okay. um sometimes you know people go well what is it even what even is that yeah and so and i just want to say i i, I love that route so let's definitely go down there because you know my wife and i are so much about practical spirituality mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Li you know, living the supernatural practically. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and what does that mean and what does it look like? Because, uh, you know, there are so many things going on where, you know, people are doing stuff that's so far out there mm -hmm. that our question always is, how does that change your life and how does it change the, the earth? Yeah. And a lot of times it's very ethereal at best mm -hmm. <laughs> and oftentimes can just be an escape for people that they're just looking to be entertained yeah. and looking yeah. for that next thing to entertain them and take them outside of the reality of this world when they have so much power and there's so much beauty right here that if they just mm -hmm. you know learn to engage with it it's it's an awesome journey it's an awesome life so yes let's hear more yeah <laughs> Yeah, and that can kind of round about back to, you know, me learning to surf being a huge part of me learning to ground this heavenly reality I taste and see and to ground it on earth. So I think it's such a blessing. My husband and I, you know, just balance each other so much in that way because I would just always be <laughs> reading and learning and that kind of thing. But there was that invitation to go, well, what it like said, how are you going to embody it? And that's one of the yeah. words that's really resonating with me right now um, because we are like a bridge between heaven and earth. So one yeah. of the most simple ways that I was invited is simply enjoying the beauty in the earth. It may sound so simple, but really, like I said, the Holy Spirit told me to zip it when I was speaking in tongues because I was just invited 
to be present and to behold the divine nature all around me. And I have seen that I, when I behold the beauty, when I'm present, when I appreciate it, show gratitude, you know, my pure worship just erupts from seeing, then this yeah. has just expanded in my life. And I happen to be at the right place at the right time to see like flipping amazing rainbows. You know, I've been on the beach where <clears throat> the water is, um, it's low tide, so the water reflects the rainbow. So I've been in a complete full circle rainbow because it's oh, reflected wow. on the sand around me. Wow. And things like that just come and happen in my life because I have stopped to appreciate the beauty. So there's there's several things you're, you're saying that are just uh, kind of clicking here. Yeah. Um, you know, the simplicity and the rest. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like I, I'm not doing it as much right now just because the sun doesn't come up here until 7, 7.30, and yeah. I'm up at 5, so it's it's a lot of dark time yeah. if I go out and sit in my little tabernacle right now. But I got a little tent that I have set up, and um, this morning I was out there. I mean, I was actually up doing some other things, and I went out there, and just to watch the beauty of a sunrise. There, yeah. For me, it's just like, well what better way to start your day? And yeah. actually my wife came out and joined me this morning, which she's yeah. never really done that. But it was the first time she came out and we sat there together. And I was just saying to her, it's just like, watch this, just watch it for yeah. a little bit because it's, it's better than any movie. But as you yeah. watch it, you'll just see it, it, it it just seems to be stagnant, but then all of a sudden it just shifts. And it's like, wait, 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 something happened. It just shifted. And it just does that over and over and over. And, and I've done this for probably a good year now. Just mm -hmm. every morning mm -hmm. is different. And just to admire the beauty of yeah. what is and to understand, too, that energetically we're mm -hmm. all part of it. <clears throat> yeah. And, Amazing. you know, it. It's amazing. Yeah. So just the simplicity and the rest in that. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that if it wasn't for that, man, I, I don't know what I, I would be. I don't know. I'm, I'm just a type A personality and I'll just go, 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 go. Yeah. And so having that time to rest and just mm -hmm. be engaged with creation is really good. Um, so I'm going to stop speaking and let you share some more and then I'll go oh, back to this other point. Oh, that's so good because like that's exactly just resonating with me so much that we when we stop and enjoy the beauty i think it's such a simple concept and people just think well how does that bring heaven on earth but literally i know in my heart and spirit has told me when you are present in joy to appreciate the beauty of the world around you to appreciate your human experience you actually raise the vibration of the planet yes significantly shifting earth's consciousness and awareness and so that permission for me like as someone who was seeking truth and i need to learn i need to do all these spiritual things like you said the simplicity of rest like what like i can just <laughs> enjoy this and i'm doing the work of like spreading the kingdom of heaven on earth and yeah. the answer is yes <clears throat> yes i'll share joy and pleasure in creation and being present with our children and laughing with them is expansive to the kingdom of light. Yeah. You know, I, I think back, you know, say 200, 300 years ago and beyond. Um, well, you know, and the Bible even says, you know, that in the end times they'll be going to and fro. And it's just there's so much to distract us and keep us busy to yeah. where we don't slow down and just rest. Mm -hmm. our, our way through things anyway it's a it's a great concept that i think is coming back um yeah, yeah there's a whole bunch of different roads we could go down right now but kind of want to come back to a couple things you've already mentioned and that is the idea of letting go mm -hmm. of of things mm -hmm. is is such a powerful powerful thing if people can learn to let go especially of emotions yeah. um good or bad mm -hmm. you know Good or bad, because uh, when we can let them go, then we they're not controlling us. Yeah. But then we can engage with certain emotions rather than having them control us. And uh, it, it is a beautiful thing. And when we're able to let go, of, especially some of the ego stuff, like, um, you know, am I wearing the right the right shirt today? You know, and, and all that. It's like it's one of those things where if you, if a person is able to let that go. It's generally something that people would notice and say, wow, what a nice shirt. But 
but when we are so focused on, oh, are they going to recognize my shirt? Are they going to recognize my shirt? Yes. It's like nobody sees it. It's yeah. like it works in the opposite way. Yeah. But when we're yeah. able to let it go, yeah. it gets to do its thing. It, it gets to do its thing. And, yeah. But we have to let it go so we can do it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just, yeah, just some things so, that you've said about early on letting go of some things and then all these people being drawn to you. Yes. It's it's aligning with who you are in him. Yeah. And when you're aligned with who he is, who you are, that usually means letting go of a lot, you know, all the performance stuff and things we're trying to do. And when we're able to let go, then all of a sudden everything begins to come to us that was meant to come to us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So as, as an empowerment coach, I'm huge on, you know, feeling our feelings and allowing them to move through us. And I think that's another real key in embodying heaven on earth is allowing these you know, because sometimes we're experiencing hell on earth, right? Yeah. And we're going to have resistance and cling to it or whatever that it doesn't allow it to flow through us. So we get to transmute these, you know, like just feel them. I, it's just crazy how much just being present with something and then we can let it be, you know, flow through us, like you said. So, so you're, you're what kind of coach again? So I'm doing empowerment coaching. So I studied as a naturopath, as I said, and when I was working with clients with the physical stuff and all that, but because I have a spiritual lens on life, I could see the root issues, you know, like it's like, oh, there's some forgiveness needed here. And, you know, so I didn't want to be telling people who want dietary advice that, hey, you need to forgive your mom or, but um, I did some some training in the US on, um, translating body language and things like you know that kind of stuff and plus just using the the things holy spirit had taught me in my own life so i love to you know we look at what's happening in people's worlds and we can translate that so okay we can go on a journey and heal it and transmute it embody what needs to be embodied yeah that's good I, i was getting to what you were asking about before um with surrender and letting go like phenomenal just when I was able to let go of what people thought of me um in fact before that really happened I had a meditation where where um as soon as I sat down I had this vision of this woman on a high high cliff top and she was a middle eastern kind of looking woman with you know thing over her and I was like who is this and then spirit revealed to me it was Mary and she said so clearly to my spirit are you willing to like put aside what other people think of you to truly for love's sake for your pure love for Christ are you willing to let go of what the people what other people think of you and your reputation are you willing to lay that down and it her words just carried so much weight in that season and and of course i said yes i said yes to letting go like because of mary she just chose to be such a lover of christ and had to yeah she had her name dragged through the mud and she had to let go of all that because she just loved so good yeah so that really set me up it was not long after that that i had more feedback and challenges and I was just like I said yes I said yes that my love for Christ will just allow me to let go of my reputation and what other people think about me is what they think about me and like you were saying if I'm worried about what everyone thinks of my shirt that's my signal going out is am I am I good enough am I attractive enough am I doing the right thing and yet like you and I know I am I am emanating the love of Christ. I am in perfect harmony and synergy with what I'm meant to be doing today. And when we are, I am, then our signal's strong. When is, am I? Then we're going to attract things that will wake us up to, you know, to remind us, like you're asking the world. So you're seeking approval from outside of yourself. And that's always going to give us, (laughs) that requires some growth, you know, not always pleasant. Right. Well, you know, there's um, a group of people that I'll probably be sharing with um, in the next few months. And, uh, you know, and I've been talking with them and they they, they, they kind of hold me on a pedestal mm-hmm. because of race. Yeah. 
Mm. And yeah. and I'm like, I, I told the person, I said, well, I'm going to be dispelling that really quickly. <laughs> but, but, you know, one of the things, because I really want to walk them through understanding identity, who they mm. are, who they really are. Mm. And, you know, and I was just thinking about all the different things that I could do because, um, and I, I, I want to be careful, some of the things that I've Father's shown me, but, um, you know, it's just things that we can do to help people realize where they've got their identity mm-hmm. because, you know, I mean, this, this, and I, I would, I would say, okay, this may sound really cruel and harsh, you know, and I'm just going to say it mm-hmm. and, and I'm only doing it to get, get a reaction. That's yeah. all. It's not yeah. truth. I'm just going to do it to get a reaction, yeah. but you, you're a bunch of stupid idiots. Yeah. <laughs> now, how'd that make you feel? You know, because the what I'm looking for is the thing is if if there are people in there who that can be said to. I mean, because I'm in a place now, for the most part, if someone said to, said that to me, I, I'd be like, interesting. <laughs> now, what makes you say that? I'm curious. Yeah. Because it would be like water off a duck's back for me, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Because Father's just taken me to so many, you know great better levels of understanding who I am in him that mm-hmm. it's, there's I don't have anything attached to anything else yeah, yeah. and and just to expose that if that made you feel bad mm-hmm. then your you know part of your identity is either in in what I think of you mm-hmm. or it's it's in the idea that you think you're wise yeah, you yeah. know I mean it could be any number of things mm-hmm. but if it's in anything that anyone can say something or do something to pull it out from underneath of you then that's not in Christ. That's right. And 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 I'm anymore these days I'm I'm pleased when something triggers me because mm-hmm. if it triggers me then it just exposes where I've still got some identity left in that thing whatever it is. <laughs> so good. That's my lens on life too and it's been like an acceleration of growth just in like anything that triggers is a gift. It's a yeah. gift and it's a mirror and it's just showing like what, like you said, is not in Christ yet. What is not like my highest or perfected version of me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, you, you were talking about emotions and, and I was talking about letting them go. You were talking about feeling them. And, I, and I'm, you know, I'm always looking for different ways of expression mm-hmm. of things. And so I really want to, would like to hear how would you walk somebody through as, as an empowerment coach how would you walk somebody through, um, you know, anxiety? That's a big one today. How would how would you walk somebody through, uh, you know, just who's just riddled with anxiety and can't seem to escape it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think we're saying the same thing in terms of you releasing the emotions. It's just taking that one step forward to feel it and not to reject it. You know, there's there's yeah, yeah. no resistance. Like, this is a bad emotion, so I've got to pray it in tongues away or the spiritual bypassing stuff that I was so good at and I probably still am um, learning to let go of that you know just pray the scripture quote this do this to to shake that emotion so now I don't do that now I acknowledge the emotion I'll you know journey with my heart and go okay where did this come from what is there a root for anxiety is often just a root trigger um you know that people need to sit with first and acknowledge oh i'm afraid of when i go to this party that someone's going to think this of me or when i go to this event or whatever so it's learning to be present with it hear where it's coming from and um there's so many different tools i mean I, i can't prescribe one for everyone but breathing through that and just allowing ourselves to then let it pass through so it's like yeah. it's through it's so yeah. i got something i want to do but i um i i want to first make sure you get to share everything so number number one before we go anywhere else how about if you share where how can people get a hold of you if they want to you know talk to you about your coaching how would they reach out to you and- yeah cool um so i have got a website that's um harmonichealth.nz I haven't changed my name since, but, you know, I was doing naturopathy, but I still love harmonichealth.nz or I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And um, this is a recorded show. So those of you who are watching right now, you can just go to the notes and all of the links that um, Ronnie has given us uh, will be there and you can click on those and get in touch with her. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anything else uh, you would like to share along those lines? Um, of how to get in touch or just... How to get in touch and or, you know, why they should go to you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's cool. Um, and I only work with people who feel like 100% heart resonance because empowerment coaching is like, I'm just your coach, you know, and you yeah. have to be feel ready to do the work. And I think this is that empowering kind of love that I've really been having my eyes open to right now in the season where we feel controlled or whatever we want to save people from going down a path. And God's been teaching me empowering love doesn't control. It just believes the best and allows people to make a decision. So as an empowerment coach, my empowering kind of love, I won't tell anyone what to do, even if it's blaringly obvious. I'll ask <laughs> questions. And mm -hmm. I'll ask them to sit with it and ask their heart because I think that's the thing with, as we know, with religion, it's like it's dictating and it's telling us how yeah. to do things, what to do. And this beautiful, you know, innate wisdom of Holy Spirit within our heart, it gets bypassed, you know? Mm. So no longer yeah. do I want to partner with that kind of system. I don't want to tell anyone what to do. Like I said, it yeah. could be glaringly obvious, but this empowering love that God has given us, right? Like I could yeah. make the wrong decision every day and God doesn't just go lightning bolt or dream and go, you're wrong. <laughs> the way, like God allows us to go on a path and explore yeah. and learn from it. And I've yeah. learned that in my parenting too, the more I'm empowering and let them try things out and just let them explore more, then they get feedback and then they yeah. learn from it, right? So. Yeah. That's what I'm all about as an empowerment coach. So if you're not feeling like heart resonance, then, you know, I, I don't convince people to work with me because it's a heart-led thing. So if you feel drawn, I love to work with you. I love to empower people to remember who they are as beautiful beings of light and to awaken the Christ within you and to just be the best version of yourself. Okay, if you can keep going and keep and going deeper with just expressing and explaining that, uh, please do. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> right now. I mean, because I feel like you just gave us a surface. You know, you just kind of did a summary. Yeah. And now, if you if if someone were like, okay, well, tell me a little bit more. Yeah. Where would you go? Yeah. So because, like I said, like the my lens on life, I, I talk about the mirror verse, that everything that's happening externally is reflecting what's happening internally. So that's one of my biggest tools I use as an empowerment coach is the mirror verse. Like what's happening in your external world? Oh, these people are judging me. Okay, well, where are you judging yourself? Or where haven't you reconciled judgment in your life? Oh, these people are, you know, making everything hard. Okay, where are you making things hard? You know, nobody loves me. Oh, where are you loving yourself? And so, you know, this inner work, self-love, yeah. self-acceptance. So many of us don't accept ourselves, especially women who I work That's with so mostly. Good. The judgment of our body, our parenting, <clears throat> mm -hmm. the self-judgment is rife. And so the more I've dealt with self-judgment in me, I don't get so much feedback from people anymore because I love yeah. and accept myself so much more that other people get that, that's my energy, right? That's my yeah, vibration, yeah. love and acceptance. Yeah. So when people see my posts or read them online or work with me, they feel that in my presence. And one of my greatest yeah. joys is hearing clients say, I've never told anyone that before. And with tears all down their face, sharing their deepest, darkest, you know, secret or whatever, <laughs> and I just get to see them and love them and say, it's okay. That's fine. Like, you know, you're loved. You're still loved. Do you know what? You're still loved. I saw that and I still love you. You're amazing because that's the God kind of love, right? Yeah. So good. So good. So good. You know, and, and it's funny. Uh, I was just thinking because, um, and it's probably a little bit of a, a snip of my ego, but um, uh, it was, you know, I, I, I am amazed at how little resistance we get. You know, because we're we're out there, mm -hmm. and um, you know, usually any resistance will come as an attack on somebody that I've interviewed, and I'm like, you know, I'll sometimes just take those down. It's like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Or you know, I'll work with them a little bit if 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 they, 
if they are making a comment and yeah. and it's within a question, mm -hmm. you know, then I'm like, okay, there's some room here. To, let's work with this. But you know, the people that just come out blaring, just nasty, nasty. You know, it's like, yeah, this isn't for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's no problem, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was funny because my wife she pointed out to me the other day. She says, "Well, I'll let you deal with this one," and <laughs> someone wrote on there. <laughs> It just makes it, it busts me up laughing. It's it's probably a true statement, but but the person just puts on there. It's like it's like wow, Gil, looks like you've aged a lot over the last two years. <laughs> and uh, you know, I look at a couple of pictures, like yeah, it kind of does look like that. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, in the past, all you know, something like that could have could have devastated me because I was yeah. already hating myself. You know, five six years ago. You know, mm -hmm. I was in that place where I just hated myself and mm -hmm. and uh, something like that would have just devastated me. Mm -hmm. And now it just makes me laugh. It's like, yeah, it looks pretty true, but OK, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but just, yeah, that, that popped up when you were talking about that, you know, what you think of yourself and all that. And um, yeah. but it really has come to a place where for the most part, I, you know, I don't know that anybody's arrived, but we're all moving largely you know, the, you know, you're on the journey. I know myself and my wife and many others are on this journey of just understanding who we really are. Yeah. And it's just, you become unshakable. You become unoffendable. Mm. Um, you know, mm. those little triggers that we get, like I said, we're happy about them because it's yeah. like, okay, there's another area, you know, yeah. I got a little offended. Mm -hmm. What, what am I attached to here? So good. But, uh, yeah. It's yeah. just such a beautiful path of transformation, isn't it? And as we've like, like I said, you love and accept yourself and you attract all kinds of people in your world. Yeah. They're just so drawn to the warmth of God's love that radiates out from us. You know, as Jesus said, you know, you love yeah. God and love others as you love yourself. And I think religion made that so wrong. They're just like, oh, no, yeah. you know, the stuff's sacrificial, given, you know, and on the inside there's a victim and there's a martyr and it's just ugh. like when you grow, you can discern that difference now. And you're just like, wow, yeah. that person is not embodying this Christ within themselves, you know? And so it is the self-love so of embodying heaven on earth. You know, we got about 10 minutes left and there's a lot of different roads I wanted to go down <laughs> and I wanted to, hmm. Well, why don't you take us down? You know, what, what else do you have on your heart to share? That's more important. What do you have? No, I don't mind. I'll, I'll go with one of yours. I've got nothing like specifically right here. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, what I wanted to do, because I, I don't get to do this very often, because I, you know, we got, we have the round table that we meet at on Sunday mornings. <clears throat> and the whole idea of that is having conversation where there might be some disagreement. I mm -hmm. love having conversation where there might be disagreement in order yeah. to just discover truth. It's yeah. not an argument to win, you know, have no desire to try to win an argument. I want to see if... I want to see if you've got some insight that would help me understand something better that just popped in my head while we were talking. Mm -hmm. And that's, so um, I love your guys' heart. That's why I love your show, because that's a safe place, right? And Christianity yeah. has not had many safe places for this. And yeah. um, I just so love that about you guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So this this what I, I this came to mind when we were talking about when you were talking about the emotions and feeling them um, and then letting them go now. And that's what I've heard and that's what I've read and what I've been taught. Yeah. But my own experience lately has been and I and I will just admit it's like it could be wrong. Mm. You know, my, my own way of experiencing things and the way I'm the where I'm headed. Um, yeah. But and I even taught this on our identity conference. But I'm in a place where I, I'm I feel like. You know, I use the, it looks like I'm doing some Hindu or, you know, something, but it's more of, you know, it's the pendulum. It's bringing the pendulum down to be centered. So we're not being mm -hmm. swayed by things. And mm -hmm. um, uh, this idea, it's kind of like the chicken or the egg. Which one came first? The mm -hmm. emotion? Yeah. You know, uh, so, the way, so where I'm trying to get to is where I can see an experience, see, yeah. a, see a circumstance, mm -hmm. and rather than having an emotion just come and grip me and, and just do whatever it's going to do with me, um, I'm working on getting to a place where I see the experience, and then I'm looking to see what Father's doing, mm -hmm. and then I get to choose the emotion. Wow. Let's go. And, and work out of that. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, Father's 
I feel like Father's leading me right now. Mm-hmm. So in what you're sharing uh, is, you know, let that emotion come through. Now, see, see I, I totally believe in that because I do believe we're here to experience life mm-hmm. to the fullest. Yeah. And um, that includes, you know, the challenges. So mm-hmm. it's like when my mother passed, I, I, I did my best to experience the grief and yeah. that emotional and just, yeah. and when it came on me, I would step out of the room and I'd just let it go and, and just do my best to experience it to the fullest. I believe in that. Yeah. Because I think that's a proper reaction, yeah. or I should say a, a response mm-hmm. to that situation. Yeah. So, but that's where I'm, I'm trying to get to a place of rest where nothing in the world um, causes me to react to it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to me, I'm able to respond by what's the father doing and what's the proper response and then engage that emotion to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I suppose like... <laughs> the the proper response and and one little hint of the word is is almost a judgment it's like making one bad or wrong you know right right and so i suppose that's where the part we're um feeling it and allowing it to us to move through us is not to judge it at all so like i can feel anger from this and and then you can like you said you're looking at it from a heavenly perspective which is amazing straight away like this anger where is it coming from oh i can see where i've been triggered i can see where i was rejected as a child so when they just rejected me now it's brought up that trigger and so i'm gonna forgive that and let it move through (laughs) and that's very fast it usually takes longer so i i don't know what you're describing seems like uh even more heavenly kind of angle perspective and I suppose where I'm at right now is more in this learning how to embody and not reject or judge my emotions. And I've had yeah. so many more coming up in my own life. Um, it's like a place of intercession, really. It's like Jesus has revealed to me, like we just need to touch so many things with love. And for me, generational um, traumas and triggers have come up and been wanting to be touched with love. So they're transmuted. So they're no longer in our... DNA and our frequency, you know, passed yeah. on genetically. Um, so I think there's room for both, you know, like what you're yeah. doing in terms of your everyday reactional thing. And then sometimes things come up deeper, you know, that are lodged in our physical being. I don't know if you've studied that, you know, how, how oh, yeah. trauma and all cellular that, memory and cellular memory. So they come up and they just need to see the light and and to be acknowledged or brought into consciousness before they can. Yeah, totally, totally get all that. And so as you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, okay. So, you know, that I'm telling, I'm saying that that's where I'm headed. That's where I'm trying to get to. Yeah. But the reality is, uh, just before we started recording the show, um, you know, my wife and I, we don't, we don't, we don't ever yell at each other. We don't get, (laughs) but, but we do get upset at each other and I got really upset and it's like, I wasn't doing this, <laughs> you know, something triggered me and, and I was just venting. And, uh, you know, so the reality is, I think, you know, what you're teaching and sharing is, is a, is, is got to happen now for all of us because we're on the, on the journey. Mm-hmm. I do feel like that when we're reaching that, um, you know, final destination, whatever it is, I don't know what you want to call it, but, but as we're getting closer, then we get to choose Yeah. How, uh, in every situation, we get to choose it versus mm-hmm. it just happening to us. And yeah. uh, uh, anyway, that's Yeah, I mean, just imagine we've got no more triggers and stuff and things to heal in our genetic lineage. And then we get to live in real time, like you said, with these, these emotions. So I feel like we're in the season of because so many generations stuffed it, we're in the season yeah. of anyone who's choosing to be conscious is getting these assignments of, can you please heal this? And can you release this? Because I've had some yeah. crazy stuff come up that's not me and not been in my lifetime. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, you know, I'm in surrender. I'm like, I'll, I'll choose to be present with it, even though I don't have memories of it for myself. So it must be from somewhere. And loving and walking through that. So I think, yeah, imagine when we've done all that work, girl, and we're just yeah. like, you know, we get to be yeah. present with each emotion. Yeah, yeah. It is cool. interesting. I, I like that. Well, um, so we got maybe five minutes left. Okay. Um, your turn. 
What do you want to okay. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, so I want to talk more about surfing because I love surfing. <laughs> you know, I, I, I surfed once okay. when I was probably oh, 25 years old or something. So it's been wow. 30 years ago. Yeah. And I actually, I got up my first time. In fact, I wow. was able to just get up and do it. I was on a big board. Yeah, but yeah. I was able to just get up and catch the waves and do it uh, and so, uh, haven't been back since. <laughs> well, it really is pure joy. And um, that has been a real part of me learning to um, play and have fun. And I had been pretty serious kind of person. Like I said, in my spare time, I would read and do podcasts. And so and learning to play and laugh and literally like I was surfing this week and catching a full wave and then it was going to close out on me and I just squealed like and it was you know and kind of joy but fright and even yeah. that in itself being able to express those things um it just expands my spirit I don't know any other way of saying it so when I work with clients I'm like you must find play whether it's dancing, whether it's surfing, whether it's some kind of sport, something in nature or something not on a device where you can laugh and play and express yeah. yourself. And surfing gives you real-time feedback of what kind of energy <laughs> state that you're in. Like if you're in a funk, you know, a low vibe, you know, grumpy mood, you're just going to have a bad surf. <laughs> <laughs> waves are responding energetically. You just see how this all plays out. And so when you're in a fab mood, and I've been so um, privileged with a tribe of women who have joined me on this journey, which is why it's been such a cool way of connecting with our community. Because if you ask anyone in the community about, in a, about surf, they'll come up with mine and my husband's name because we're just in, you know, such significant people. And we've created such a, a good vibe in our community of fun. When anyone catches a wave, we champion them, we're giving them little tips. And so it's like, it's not church, but it's become one of the, our heart's cry was to have community impact, to be, you know, connected with people and to be empowering them to do something like we're out there, you know, people have fear of sharks, people have fear of drowning, all these things. When you get to face your fears, this is how you help to bring heaven on earth. This is yeah. how you expand your spirit. This is how, you know, mums and dads out there are having more fun and letting go and just releasing stress in this amazing playground we call the surf. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe some people on the spiritual seeker journey really needed to hear that today because, you yeah. know, I know there's, there's some of us that become conference junkies, book junkies, and then I feel the grace lift off me when I've learned too much. And Holy Spirit's like embodiment, embodiment, implement, you know. <laughs> and like you said, so many of us run away from that because that's the hard work. Yeah. But when we choose to surrender to that and go, okay, I've learned all these woo-woo, wonderful, spiritual, experiential, you know. No, now it's time to experience. Now it's time to embody it, practice. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. And that's something, uh, you know, I've been saying probably for the last year or two is that, um, uh, you know, it's like, we got to get a life. I love what we're doing. I yeah. love the ministry. I love everything we're doing. And it's hard to pull ourselves away from it because we love it. Mm -hmm. But we also need to get a life and actually, you know, find other ways to enjoy the journey. Yes. So right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you might have another go at surf this summer, maybe. Oh, you've passed summer, haven't you? What's that? Uh, I thought you might have another go at surfing. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I, I would love to. I mean, I did go with my son in San Diego probably four or five years ago. And I don't remember what was going on because we, we got out in the water. We had a board and we didn't even try to catch a wave and we came back in. I can't remember if it was just too cold or what it was. <laughs> But yeah, there's so many revelations you get through surf and waves and like, I don't know, it's just like anything with gardening, yeah. you get downloads from Holy Spirit. And so surfing, the concepts, you just get downloads, you know, it's really fun. It just gives another framework for you to have like parables from Jesus, basically. <laughs> you know, I, and I don't know if you've heard me say this, but uh, I've said it many times that where I get my downloads, a lot of my major downloads is I do like to run mm -hmm. and <clears throat> I'll run 
anywhere from, you know, generally nowadays, uh, four to 14 miles. Wow. And it's just my download time. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just contemplative download time and I get tons of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. I love doing that. <clears throat> Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, but if you're willing to stay on, Ronnie, we'll do a behind the scenes in a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just want to say to everybody out there listening, we so love you. We so appreciate you. And as we've been talking on this, love yourself, love yourself well, because yeah. uh, God's doing that. Yeah. And if you would uh, like to become a partner, we would love to have you uh, join us in this mission, in this journey. You can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and go to the Give section. There's places there where you can partner up with us. And uh, on the smallest partnership, you get to be a member of the Behind the Scenes section so you can go and see what we're going to talk about next, which um, I don't think we know what we're going to talk about next. So, <laughs> But we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, anyway, just thank you all. Love you all blessings and we'll, we'll see you next time ronnie thank you so much honor you and bless you thank you for coming on thank you so much all right take care bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.